had a stressful job at the time and I'd, I'd finish work. I'd get like fish and chips on the way home, eat them in the car and then have tea when I got home. Losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everyone. Carl again at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and thank you for joining us. Today I have a special guest named Stephen from North Yorkshire. How are you doing Stephen? Hi Carl, I'm great thanks, how are you? Yeah, doing good thanks, having a good week so far and uh, although still a long way to go. But um, thank you for <laughs> joining us and um, for joining me and uh, coming here to really talk about your success story because I, I think you know, you've lost, uh, your, your best point was over seven stone was it not? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's Unless, right. Uh, just over that, yeah. And can't wait to hear more about it on today's episode. So thanks very much for for joining us. And would you like to start by telling us a little bit about yourself, Stephen? Oh right. Um, so uh, typical dad, <laughs> two kids, more or less grown up. Uh, I work for myself, so I work from home. So that's a challenge getting through the day without snacking. Um, and uh, I, my activities mainly are bit of spin class i have a cross trainer at home i do a little bit of horse riding now and again and i do a bit of kickboxing as well muay thai is a technical term but you say that to people go, what's that <laughs> that's that's interesting eh? that's, that's a very from, from horse riding to kickboxing that's quite a varied list of hobbies a little bit just a little bit and, and hasten to add things i didn't used to do so there you go <laughs> well that's good i, I guess then you're, you're making up for lost time and, and pra- yeah. trying all these things you've probably seen you'd like to try before losing the weight and, and perhaps weren't able to yeah de- de- definitely i think the uh, midlife crisis is definitely on the up you know <laughs> yeah I, i'm fast approaching mine so uh, <laughs> maybe it's time for me to start looking in horse riding lessons um we'll see i, I can't, definitely can't afford a porsche so that's something that um, no neither can i i won't be, be doing but that. i did treat myself to a little convertible that i couldn't get into before <laughs> oh really oh you can tell us more about that then later on in the episode because well i I'd like this would be fantastic to find out you know how your life has changed and already I think you've mentioned I think four different things that you know positive things that have changed since you lost weight but t- tell me a little bit more Stephen about before you decided to lose weight and, and how life had been and for, for how long you were struggling with your weight leading uh, up to your yeah. decision. Um, well I think it's one of them things um, you, you kind of know you're overweight and you know at my heaviest I was 23 stone and you, you, you've got it there at the back of your mind that you are and people tell you what, and you kind of, I don't know, a little bit in self-denial, I suppose, to some degree. And it was only when I went to the doctors, and I, I, we were having, it's a bit weird, we were having some decorating work doing, and uh, I had to sleep on the settee for one night, and I got a pain in my leg, and I put it down to the, the settee. Anyway, I went to the doctors, and I thought, I wonder if it's like, you know, that, and it was getting really bad. And he did some tests, et cetera. And he basically said, uh, you're bordering type 2 diabetes. 
and you know we, we all don't we're all not getting any younger are we so i'm thinking yeah it's a bit bad plus he's all the other things that go with it that i knew at the back of my head you know it's like i couldn't go into a clothes shop and buy clothes i'd have to do mail order all the time and you know it, it's i went I, we went to a theme park once uh did the walk of shame because they couldn't fasten the lap belt so i had to do the walk of shame so there's things like that little things that impact um at the time little things but then with a doctor saying that it was kind of like you know what you need i had a word of myself I, you know it's like you need to do something and get yourself sorted out so then the journey began <laughs> and and i mean that you mentioned the walk of shame and this is something we've discussed on previous episodes before the the small things that add up to misery in for, for some people because it, it's just a constant reminder that you know you are overweight and and then actually being told that you you have confirmed medical worries as well it's yeah obviously um, something that must be quite a concern well it is and i think and i, and I bet a lot of the listeners identify with this you're getting that vicious circle because obviously your mental health suffers through these little bits and you know chipping away at you so to speak and then what do you do you turn to food for comfort and you know i used to do that i used to have i'd i'd had a stressful job at the time and I'd, I'd finish work i'd get like fish and chips on the way home eat them in the car and then have tea when i got home you know so it's all things like that and you just kind of you just you just turn to it as, as someone who's relies on alcohol will turn to alcohol you do the same thing but with food and you know and it's not healthy it isn't healthy but at the time you you don't see that uh you see people nagging you to lose weight um, and I, I think what what I would say is um, your headspace has to be there. You've got to want to do it yourself to do it. And I think I'd got to that point where I, I knew I had to have like an honest conversation with myself. And it was like, come on, Stephen, if you if you don't do something, you're going to drop down dead. You can't go on like this, you know. Um, you've got to have a very thick skin, though, as some of you viewers will identify with. You know, you get shouts like you went all the pies and stuff like that you know you, you know that kind of thing as well so it's kind of you do end up in that vicious circle you just got to break that cycle really you just got to make of course. you know a clean break and just go for it and and it's not easy i think it's always a brave decision when somebody like you said earlier has a word with themselves and, and makes that decision okay enough is enough but you, you mentioned like did you say the the highest you were 23 stone yeah just right. just over just over 23 and uh, when when you were at 23 is that something that had increased up to that point gradually over years or had you been because you, you say you're you know midlife crisis i'm guessing you're you know in your 40s and uh yeah i'm, I'm late 40s and i think i think my wife kind of said this when you're younger your your body copes better with the weight and as you're getting older it can't cope as well, if you know what I mean. You know, with, you know, it's like your, your bones are getting old and things like that. So when you're overweight, when you're younger, in your twenties, thirties, etc., I don't think it's so much an issue. But it is an issue. But you, do you know what I mean? It, physically, mentally, on yourself, you don't notice it as much. But as you are getting older, that obviously carrying that excess, you know, twenty-three stones around with you, it weighs quite a bit. And for for me, it's something that I'd, I've I've never been skinny ever uh, i've always been kind of stocky kind of thing and but for me it, it built up you know a combination of like i say stress uh being comfortable being happy in, in in when i say happy happy in respect of um 
I'm happy in the normal as I perceived it then. You know, the bigger normal. Yeah, I'd have I'd eat all day, you know, and then I'd have supper and so I was happy doing that. That like I say it was my, my crutch, you know, food. And so you just carry on doing that. So yeah, it of course it built up. And and unfortunately for me, and this is where I'm a bit cursed, unless I move, um, I put weight on. So a sedentary lifestyle for me, I just can't do it. I've got to move. And and that was a major thing with me because I didn't used to do anything. Just do work, come home. That was it, you know, and eat. So it sounds as though you've you've had to to tackle many different challenges or, or make many changes to your lifestyle that were previously non-existent in terms of exercise, in terms of changing the way you eat. And you, you said that, you know, it was a doctor visit where you were told you were close to having type 2 diabetes. Was that the moment for you, Stephen, where you said, right, okay, I'm now going to get help? Yeah, um, there was that, that that kind of like was, I think I knew myself, if you know what I mean, and I was kind of getting towards that stage where I'm like, mm, I really need to do something, you know, the clothes not fitting, things like that. And, and I'm kind of like, right, I'm going to have to do something. So when he said that, that kind of put the uh, tin hat on it, if you know what I mean, it like made me think. Right, you've you've had someone properly tell you now, not just a friend, not just you know someone making a comment. Someone's actually has actually you know spelled it out to you, you know. So Stephen, was it at that moment then when you were in the doctors and they told you that you know you were close to having type two diabetes that you decided at that point, okay, I'm gonna now lose weight. And and what was your next step once you made that decision? I think it was the kind of uh, cherry on the cake <laughs> using something with too many calories as an analogy um, it was that that kind of final thing from a professional and I was feeling kind of the burden of the weight you know so I think I think with that final thing that kind of like you know <laughs> sealed the deal so to speak and I think from my point of view then it was kind of right well what do I do next so I looked at all the, the things out there you know um, I worked into salads, things like that. Uh, so I thought, right, well, I need a plan that'll work. Uh, look to it. Slimming pools, even, you know, not really the ideal thing to do. Uh, not certainly not for a long term solution. So I eventually settled on Weight Watchers. And I picked that because I'm not a really good cook, uh, or I don't like cooking, I should say. And the other thing I liked about it, the flexibility to have anything. So, you know, the, nothing's. A taboo so it's not like oh one day you have to have meat one day you have to have veg anything like that so very much you can have everything because everything has like a point value to it and you have an allowance for the day and that's your allowance you know you know a, a piece of chicken breast might be free and um i don't know some oven chips might be seven points out of your like 34 point daily allowance so for me that worked and you know it's opportunity to earn extra points as well by doing activity drinking water things like that so i was just looking for that flexible solution and uh yeah and and that's the majority of um things that i've i've used to help me lose the weight is following that plan and moving more as well and so they have like you know they have a, a good flexible system for me anyway and i find that was the best thing and that, that I've done. That, that's what it's all about, really, isn't it? Finding something that works for you, that is something yeah. that you can maintain and do. And, and also, if you have other family members to consider, or you know, like you said, if you don't enjoy cooking or you don't like cooking, you, you don't want to then have to dedicate three hours every evening in the kitchen somewhere where you, you don't enjoy it and, and would end up probably just re- 
reverting back to easier solutions and probably less wise solutions, but quicker yeah, options. I think, I, was, I think for me, the, it, what it gave me, the, the, the flexibility to plan. Um, so it's such a plan that I can actually plan like my day. Um, you know, I can pick out what I'm having tomorrow for breakfast and I, you know, I'll know how many points I've got then for the evening meal. Or if I know we're going out to a weekend, I can save the extra points you get in a week that you're allowed to use as it were, either over the course of the week, or you can actually save them up and use them in one go. So I would put those towards going out, for example. Uh, so yeah, for for me, it just it just tick that box. You're right; it's got to work for you, you know. And so with Weight Watchers, which is, if I'm honest, uh, I have less knowledge of Weight Watchers than I do with Slimming World, and, and I've had a lot of guests who have done Slimming World. So it's interesting to find out a bit more. And uh, what I'm hearing when you save about the points, I'm, I'm guessing this is the equivalent of sins with Slimming World. But ultimately, what it sounds like you're doing is you're, you're controlling your calories. And so at the end of over the course of a week, you have consumed less. And, and so if you want to eat less during the week, it gives you more flexibility at the weekend or you can just keep it even every day. But I'm guessing that's really a way of controlling the calories to make sure you don't overeat over the course of the week. Yeah, it's it's that's very simply put i th- I do think i've got to be honest with you i think because you know it's all these free apps you kind of download that'll do calorie count and things i find it a little bit more than that it, it is that at its heart i suppose but i think what as well it does um, that certainly worked for me was it helps change your mindset if i looked at my mindset when i first started it to what i'm at now with my mindset complete 360 turnaround you know i've come complete full circle in respect of i've got a new mindset um so i think it's that wellness thing they offer as well uh, so it's not just about the food it'll just concentrate on the food you know it looks at your sleep as well uh, it looks at you being hydrated it looks at your activity so for me it's a whole package rather than just being i suppose focused solely on food which it is to begin with and that, and if you do start it that's what you will be focused on Right, diet, because obviously that's the important bit. But I think as you go along that journey with it, you've there's other elements to it as well. Like I think it's good that they bring it into the whole wellness journey, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. And, and do you think this is, I guess there's two questions in one here that I'm going to ask, but do you think, first of all, that this helps to avoid the boredom of just focusing only on food and, and not being you know just on a diet? And second to that would be, how can you give us some more examples when you when you mention wellness and how your mindset's changed what changes have you seen in yourself Stephen in terms of where your head is now compared to before uh certainly it's a lot of support with it so in respect of it not being boring and just being other elements into it I think the support you get with the Weight Watchers is great. You know, you've got online classes, you've got the actual physical classes, things like that. And I've got to be honest, for being a bloke, you've got to be a bit brave to walk into one of them because, you know, I think like most slimming things, they are female orientated, you know, and, and Weight Watchers are the same. They try and be a bit, you know, appeal to the guys, but they don't because they know their audience, you know, which is fair play to them. They're a business, not, not a charity. Um, but what I would say is that for me personally, the mindset is completely different. Um, I would, a typical Friday for me would be like ciders and kebab, doner kebab, and, you know, that'd be it. You know, I mean, for me, my mindset now, I, I will do daily exercise, 30 minutes at least a day. Uh, Friday night might be a takeaway. And if it is a kebab, it's a chicken kebab. Um, ciders gone by the by. Um, very rare, I'll have one. 
uh, I'll drink. I have give up the drink. Don't get me wrong, but it's my choice now, rather than it being just a, a, a blinkered mindset. It's Friday. I must have a kebab. I must have four ciders. So now I'll have maybe a short. You know, I might have a, a splash of whiskey or something like that because it's a lower point value. It's 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 changing your mindset in respect of what what you would equate to being great for you and works for you. You know, so it's like now these things. I just think you know what it's not with it i don't want that i don't think i'd like like that you know so i had a i remember the first time i had a, a doner kebab after probably two months not even having one and it was awful and that wasn't the kebab it was the same place i used to get them from but i got used to that certain taste and what have you and routine that i put myself in of going for healthier choices that having something like that just wasn't great same for portion sizes um i can't eat half as much as I once could, uh, which isn't a bad thing at all, you know, but now I'll, I'll actually leave food. Whereas before I always had to make sure the plate was empty, but not now, you know. And that's a, that's a curious thing that you've just mentioned there, because uh, I'm sure for the majority of children who grew up in the seventies, eighties, not, you know, cleaning your plate, eating everything on your plate was part of dinner time. You know, I remember being told you couldn't get up and leave a table until you finished your dinner. And, and this is yeah. something that I think culturally, becomes part of our mindset okay you have to eat everything that's on the plate and you know you can't waste food and the problem is if your portion sizes are too big to begin with you do overeat and then mm-hmm. overeating tends to lead to even more overeating unfortunately and this is something that is this subtle the way it happens but over years it can attribute to so much you know weight loss and things like you said kebab didn't taste the same anymore but i found after not eating them for so long that they were very salty and the yeah. meat was very, and, and I didn't enjoy that. But at the time, I think my body was craving that kind of salty, savory, and, you know, or the same with sweet foods. And it, it's just something your body gets used to. So it really has to have that shock and, and change for the, the healthier options. Like you, you've identified, like you said, with drinking, like you, you will still have a drink. You enjoy it now more rather than just defaulting to having a few because it's Friday. If you do have one, you do it because you, you fancy it and you'll enjoy it. And that, that, is is a perfect example in my mind of of how your mindset has changed. So thank you for for explaining that to us. No, I think I think the main the main one that I find the biggest difference we uh, I don't mention kebabs but pizzas and and quality. <laughs> I suppose the quality is also a quality made pizza tastes a lot nicer than a pizza you get for like three quid or whatever you know from the local takeaway or something like that. And and that's what because my wife always used to when we used to get pizza she wouldn't get them. She goes, oh, no, they taste a bit. It's nothing wrong with this. But now I can taste the difference in it, you know, the, the grease and the, yeah. It just, your taste would change as well, I think, as, as you go down the journey, you know. So, you, um, so you're telling me, Stephen, you've become a pizza snob. Uh, is that, is I, have, that... I have. Good for I you. Good for be. you, my friend. I'm very happy to hear that. So how long, let's let's talk about, okay, moving on to, more towards your success. For, for how long were you losing weight to reach that seven stone that, that you, you've achieved? So this will make this will make you laugh, Carl, because I, I know the day more or less to the day uh, when I decided to do it, and it, I suppose it does tie in with the old uh, people. Oh, it's New Year, new me, New Year, etc. But it all that kind of come together. The visit to the doctors and me starting a new job uh, in January 2020. Uh, so that's when I started. And the <laughs> the thing you might find amusing about the job is the fact I'd just started working in the sales sales and marketing side of a, a biscuit company. 
Danger. Alarm bells should be ringing. <laughs> well, uh, this that's the irony of it because even even one of the bosses says, you know, we, 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 once we got down the line a little bit, obviously we started. He said, "You work at a biscuit company. And you're losing weight. It's just not on." <laughs> you know, joking. Yeah, they're very supportive. Um, but yeah, so it's twenty January twenty twenty. I probably started my. I can't name the week or anything like that, but that's roughly when I started doing the Weight Watchers. It was then. Fantastic. And the t- tell me about your journey through because I mean, obviously, when you look back on that, you've had an amazing success with weight loss you've had an amazing success in changing your mindset and your outlook on life and you've already mentioned some of the activities that you've started doing but I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and, and guess that it's not always been plain sailing and not every single week has been fantastic for you oh not at all not at all um you know it's it's yeah because i mean if i can give my can i give my uh instagram a plug here absolutely um, we can do it at so the end I'll, as well but, but here's right. fine too. <laughs> um so i've got my instagram account which is wait it underscore then guy g-u-y and you'll see on there it's like pictures and stuff and I, but i do also post on there the times when i do put weight on or the times when i do struggle and and, and i'll be quite honest with you carl i'm actually struggling at the moment um i've just got back off holiday I put just over a stone on. It was a good holiday, <laughs> and that—that's another rule. I'm kind to myself. I think I'm on holiday. I'm going to enjoy it, you know. Um, so I've now get—I've been back two weeks now, and it's only—I've got to say yesterday I started tracking again, going back on the Weight Watchers plan again, and do my daily exercise. So I get moments of I can't be bothered, and really, and you know, and, and stuff like that. And and to be fair, when I went on, I went on the cross trainer today. I did half an hour on it. Force, I literally had to force myself onto the cross trainer today. And actually, and I'm not just saying this, I felt great after. I felt great I'd gone on and done it. I got my mind back in the game and just great from doing it. And personally, I always stick some music on as well. I like a mix of all sorts. I have a little special playlist for the cross trainer and away I go. And I actually felt really good after it. So I think my head's getting back in the game now. So I'm pushing now to lose probably... I want to get another two stone off. I've not set myself any date targets or all that. That's something else I don't do. I kind of do it in steps. I think, well, if I can lose a pound band this time next week, jobs are good. Enough. And that's what I did on the, like the journey. People, people are, Oh, wow. Like you said, you know, like the difference in, in how you look, but that's been chipping away. And that's all it ever was from January, 2020, just chipping away a pound a week, half a pound a week. I might put a pound on, but the following week I lose two pounds, you know? So it's not been, five pound loss this week, five pound loss that week. It's a very slow and steady race, you know, and it's more of a, a marathon than a sprint, I'd say. And and I think though this is the key and the secret to sustainable weight loss because I think so many people, I see a lot of people posting on forums in Facebook, Instagram, you know, can I lose five pounds in two weeks? And they're obviously having a, an occasion or an event or something that they, they're focusing on can I do this by this time but I'm curious to know how many of those people that, that set their target on a, a very short time specific if, if then they go on to losing more weight or if it comes back on my, my guess and and please if you're listening to this and I what I say doesn't you know doesn't uh it isn't true in your case then, then let me know because I'm I'm all about learning but I would guess that the majority of people who try and lose weight very quickly in a short amount of time find it much harder to sustain that weight loss or continue losing weight after the event. 
I don't know what you I, think I, on that. I, I, w- I would agree with you there. I, th- I think I just, I set myself up to lose between half a pound and a pound. That, uh, if I get that, I'm happy. Um, any more than that's a bonus. Um, and I think by loads, loads of averages, you know, you, you will, if you, if you, like for me, if I follow the plan and I do the exercise, I will lose that. Don't get me wrong, there has been times where I've gone, hang on, I've done everything right. And, I haven't lost any weight or I've put half a pound on or something like that. But it happens, you know. And and I think as well, I think a danger people have as well, it's concentrating on that number. And uh, we have a little uh, thing at Weight Watchers, NSV, non-scale victories. And for me, they count for a lot, you know. So you might have a shirt, like in my case, I have shirts that I buy a little bit on the small side with a, a goal to get into them. So you, the numbers on the scale might be higher or no different. However, you might lose something inch-wise, like around your chest or something like that. Um, that's not a weight reading, but you are shrinking, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. No, no, I think this is, I'm, I'm all for, uh, you, was it NSVs? Non-scale, non-scale, non-scale victory. Non-scale victory. Because I don't go to a, a, a weight loss group as such. This, for me, has been the gauge that I've, I've tried to go by. And whether it's, you know, a pair of jeans that never fitted me that were bought for me and I, I, I didn't take them back before the ticket ran out. So I had I was stuck with them, but they were too small and, and now they fit me. Um, hey. <laughs> yeah, it's little things like that, though, that make such a big difference and help you to feel good about yourself. And so I, I'm all for NSVs and I'm going to start using that term more often. You, use it. you, you that, can use great. that, Carl. NSVs, okay. yeah. I, they, they're good. They're good for the soul. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I have to check and see if Weight Watchers have copyrighted them before I start yeah. broadcasting. <laughs> I don't want to check. get into trouble. I don't, I don't think they have. <laughs> I but, don't think they have. You know, I think it's just a, an in-group thing that we do, but that we use. And, and we're here singing Weight Watchers praises right now as well, so it can't be bad for them. Um, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm really happy with that. And, and you say, you know, it's, it's coming up for two years seven stone is just under it's you know it's around 100 pounds so that does equal out to you know 52 weeks in a year 100 weeks that, that's around a pound a week that you've lost consistently yeah. with ups and downs and actually done it short in a shorter time so i think it's incredible and um what what advice would you give Stephen to anyone and i'm gonna ask you to consider the fact that being a man who had to walk into a, a weight watchers club with women everywhere and you've mentioned a couple of times that's quite a daunting experience so would you give any advice for that or any other general advice that you'd have i i would i would say just do it um because what's the worst that's going to happen you know you're not going to get any fatter by going in there are you and um, i was i was made very welcome and i've got friends now facebook etc follow me on um instagram things like that through through going through those doors and you know what you don't even have to we wait watches you don't even have to go through the doors you can do it online as well or they were doing i'm not sure if still doing that but you, you could even do it online so just go for it like i say, what's the worst that can happen really and and the other thing is just be kind to yourself don't set yourself ridiculous goals to do don't don't be like we mentioned earlier oh this time next week i'm going to lose a stone what happened just be kind to yourself and if some weeks you put on then so be it you put on you, you know what to do you're going to have that um formula to help you lose whatever you've put on it's like me put the holiday weight on i'm going back to the formula you know i'm not beating myself up about it i had a great holiday now i know and i've got the tools now i know what to do to get rid of it and it's probably less scary as well the thought of it yeah because it's become your normal life 
yeah, I feel like I know what I'm doing. It's kind of like, not that I'm not getting complacent. Maybe I was getting complacent, hence why it's been two weeks since I got back off holiday. But <laughs> I kind of know, thinking, all right, well, I'll just get back on my plan. I'll get back up on the exercise and away I go. You know, and the changes, like I say, it's made to me. I mean, I, I never, the old me would never do exercise, you know? And the fact that I do exercise now, it's, yeah, completely Definitely. different. Very, so so apart from the exercise, and then this is probably my last question for you today, Stephen. Um, how else has your life changed? You mentioned some of your hobbies. Let's, let's talk about that a bit more because obviously this is your success story. You've, you've achieved amazing things and I'd, I'd really like to know more about this uh, positive outcomes that, that you're experiencing. I think, I think confidence, it's given me quite a lot of confidence really. And uh, I, I, the thing with the horse riding, I used to ride when I was a kid and then obviously I got too fat and life got in the way and stuff like that and I thought you know what if it's something I want to do I want to get back in the saddle and I, and I did and I, and I loved it and I go now and again I don't do it as much as I should um, but I enjoyed that so it's that side of it um, I do a little bit of TV extra work as well now which I wouldn't once I've even thought about putting myself forward to do uh, I've just completely changed I got myself a dog to help with the exercise um, just to keep, you know, but unfortunately I got the world's laziest dog. She hates going for a walk. So <laughs> she's a Pyrenees mountain dog. So she's big. So if she sits down and don't want to move, it's very difficult to move her. So it she's sounds lazy. like you, you picked a dog with the intention of going out walk for, yeah. for walks. Literally, literally. I thought big dog needs, will need exercise. Nope. Nope. She's a, she's a guarding dog. She guards sheep. And that's what they were bred for. I find that out after she's a rescue. So, so that, that didn't work, but anyway, we, we, we go for little walks. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I've just completely changed. My mindset's changed my, you know, my whole outlook on life changed and hopefully I'll be around for a bit longer now as well. Oh, for sure. I, I doubt, I don't doubt that at all. And you said you're a dad, so I'm guessing your, your children or child are very proud of you as well for the effort you've made. Uh, yeah. They, uh, uh, my wife, cause she's like, it's completely different now. You know, we, we've celebrated 25 years of marriage and I think, congratulations. I think, thank you. Mate. And I think now we do more now uh, with a version 2.0 I am now than we were originally. We seem to do more now. Now we're getting older, funnily enough, than when we were younger. And I put that down to, obviously, the lifestyle change I've taken. We can do more now, you know. That's really good. I'm, I'm very, very happy for you, Stephen. In the short time we've been speaking, I, I feel like I've got to know you a little bit. And uh, well, thanks, I, I appreciate your time and um, you, you coming on here today and sharing your story because uh, I think that, you, you not only have achieved great things, but you've also spoken a lot of truths there about you know how it's it's not linear. There are ups and downs, um, but also the advice you've given. So I really appreciate that. And I'm very happy to name you as one of our weight loss warriors now. Thank you. You're very <laughs> Thank welcome. you very much. Take it's care of yourself, Stephen. Okay. You too. Thanks, Carl. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new weight loss warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.